Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast, where we help one another find, keep, and share our confidence in Christ. I'm your host, Ainsley B. It's an honor to bring you some inspiring conversations with amazing guests. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to kindly ask if you'd leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect on Instagram, so find me at Ainsley B. Okay, I can't wait anymore. Let's get to know our guest. Okay, before we meet our guest, I have to tell you about the app that has helped me get into the Word every single day. Dwell is a Bible app that I have just totally fallen in love with. It has built the most beautiful listening and reading experience for the scriptures, and I highly recommend it. I personally listen to Dwell first thing in the morning when I sit down at my desk and do some prayer journaling, and I can set a reminder on the app so it pops up and it's easy for me to open and hop right into my listening plan. I also love that they have scripture playlists like the ones based on mood so you can find something from the Lord no matter how you're feeling. Join Dwell for three weeks this June and rediscover, or maybe discover for the first time, the joy of memorizing scripture. With how busy and on the go we all are in the summer, this is a super simple way to take scripture with you wherever you go. I'm telling you, you need to try it and join us for this challenge in June. You're going to love it. Go to dwellapp.io forward slash wildconfidence to get 10% off of a yearly subscription or 33% off of Dwell for Life and visit dwellapp.io forward slash memorize for all the details about the memorization challenge in June. Today we're hanging out with Caroline Hare. She encourages the next generation in knowing their identity and calling through youth ministry, conferences, books, curriculum, podcasts, and coaching. She does it all, y'all. She does this in the U.S., but also internationally through Waves Girls Conference. Her heart is to equip girls to start making waves in their homes, communities, and the world. I cannot wait for y'all to hear her. Let's hop in. Caroline, welcome to Wild Confidence. How are you today? Oh my goodness. I'm so good. I'm so glad to be talking to you right now, Ainsley. Me too. I love getting to catch up with you. We're like real life friends. We we started we as internet friends. <laughs> yes. We got to meet in person. Yes, which was amazing. <laughs> Finally. It's so funny. I was like, wait, I'm going on a beach vacation. Like you live in Destin. Um, <laughs> let's hang out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's been so interesting. Like I love meeting people like after meeting them on the internet and then it's like you meet them in real life. It's like, oh my gosh, it's exactly the way that I thought it would be. And I I just feel like I have such a kindred spirit with you. I'm like, I just want to go hang with her all the time. Yes, I could not agree more. And that's why I'm so excited to have you on because I remember leading our conversation whenever we got to meet up being like, oh, oh, she's legit. (laughs) Oh, 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 she's legit. She's awesome. Okay. I love even like just following your Instagram and stuff. Like, I just feel like sometimes the things that we do are so similar. And I'm like, yes, like I, I get you, boo. Like I get you. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I love cool. it so much. So I, I want to hop right in. I want okay. to, to make the most out of our time together and just glean from the wisdom that you have to share. So can you share a moment or a time that you may have like lo- totally just lost your confidence and what that looked like? Yes. So, you know, it's funny. I was like sitting down and praying about this and Ainsley, like I've never really shared this story before. So I'm so excited, but, Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, I've been doing youth ministry for years and years and years. And I, I felt a call, a strong call to youth ministry when I was 16. And so I would say I have done some form of teenager youth ministry of some sort, really since I was 16. And so when I was about 24 years old, I had been serving as, you know, youth intern and then youth, high school youth director, associate youth director, high school youth director, like doing all of the good. And I had been at this church and at this church, the way that they did things was just a bit different. And I'd always seen tons and tons of fruit in student ministry where I'd just seen tons of kids get saved, lots of volunteers, like start leading small groups, multiplication, like pretty much most every church I've worked for, the youth ministry has doubled, if not tripled in size within a two year time span. And so like, I'm talking about, this is something I should have been confident in, right? Yeah. And there came this time where I knew that I was supposed to change jobs and I just, I was so shaken up. Like I was just so upset and it had really started to affect my health. Actually. Um, my supervisor was just super hypercritical and every single Monday after youth group was over, he would sit down and he would go through the youth service with me line by line. Now, like I said, I was bearing fruit. He would go through the youth service line by line and critique it and analyze it and pick it apart. And I don't know if it's just because I'm a chick and we're just wired this way, but it just, it like every bit of insecurity inside of me came to the surface. And so I actually started to have like huge stomach issues. I started going to the doctor. I was running to the bathroom all day, every day at work. And I just was sick, like wanting to throw up and then sick in my tummy. And it was just terrible. And I finally realized I was on a flight back from London and I realized I had been gone in London for 10 days and I had not been sick one single time. And I I realized every hour as I got closer and closer to the U.S., I was getting sicker and sicker. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is an issue. Like I have confidence issues in my calling right now. Like what is wrong with me? I was like, this is not a medical problem. This is like a confidence problem. And so I realized I was like, okay, the environment I'm working in is toxic. I got to get out. But you know how like sometimes there's just those people that just get under your skin and get in your mind and they question and probe. And it's like they are working for the enemy in that moment. They're not the enemy, but they are working for the enemy in that moment. And and that was totally happening to me. And so I had started interviewing for a job down here in Destin. And I remember like I had accepted a job down here. I was so excited because like, who doesn't want to go live at the beach and do the thing that they're called to do. Right. And I remember like being so excited, but I just, I was so nervous because I was like, Oh my goodness, this is a head youth pastor position. Like I'm starting from scratch at this church. Like there's no kids in the youth ministry essentially. And I was like, can I actually do this? Like, like, can I do this? And so I know for me, like, I I remember like being alone in my apartment and crying and crying out to God and just sobbing and being upset and like thinking, oh my gosh, maybe I just need to quit youth ministry altogether. Like maybe I just need to completely step away from that calling. And that was the moment that I, I, a person's face like flashed before my eyes. And it was a small group leader from a church of, of the past, a church where I had served previously. And, um, I thought I just need to call Marcy. And so I called up Marcy and in that moment, 
um, I just, I, I told her my fears. Like I just said, Hey Marcy, like, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. And I said, can I do this? Like, can I really do this? Mm-hmm. And that woman, like, like a good woman of God, like <laughs> just like essentially shook my shoulders and was like, of course you can do this. And she started like just speaking over me, the truth of like what God had called me to do. She started recalling the fruit um, of the ministry that I had done. Like she started speaking to my strong gift set and like what, I, what the areas that she had seen where I was gifted. And she just was like, shake off the dust off of your feet from where you have been and move forward. And in that moment, it was like, okay, I have an ally, if nothing else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. You have someone that believed in you. So that was, well, first of all, let's go back to the fact that your body was physically reacting to the stress that you were under. That's nuts. I mean, oh, we, we so see it awful. or we feel it, but it's, it's, it's acknowledging it and taking that action is such a, a helpful life-changing thing. I mean, I think we forget that our body really does react to stress. Like our, our, oh. it's not just like our, it's not just anxiety yes. in our emotions or in like, that is, that is a physical reaction to an internal feeling. And right the fact that you could even recognize it was just, is just, wow. I just can't imagine. And then, um, that, that phone call with Marcy, was that the like turning point or the, the moment of impact that led you to finding it again? Or was there another kind of path that may have led to that? I believe so. I think that was the beginning of the turning point for me because it was like, she started speaking the truth uh, of God, like of what God had said about me. Wow. And it was like, whenever I heard those words coming from her, it, it helped my mind and my heart get back into alignment with the word, with what the word of God had said over my life, um, over my call. And even what his, his actual physical word said, you know, and I, it was like, at that moment I decided, okay, we got, we can't partner with fear anymore. Mm. We have to partner with the faith of, of my confidence and not just myself, but confidence in God too. Yeah. That's so good. Wow. <laughs> I love that you were able to uh, call someone. Yes. I love that, like that was the reaction to like reach out and ask for help because I think we often get overwhelmed with our thoughts and our doubts and our limiting beliefs, but just one phone call can be a domino effect that right. can change everything. Absolutely. And, you know, Marcy was someone who I had done youth ministry with off and on over the years, but she was not like what I would call my mentor at the time or Mm. like the person that was my automatic go-to. Like she was just literally somebody that I, I, it was like, sometimes I forget that we just need to reach out in general. Like it doesn't have to be like the head pastor at a church. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be like some celebrity, like just speaking, it brings the the light to the situation. Um, and I was so thankful that I could just reach out to her. What a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. So then you got the job. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I did. How has that been since? And like, what is, how are you staying confident with, with this role that you even, you weren't even sure if, if it was, if you could do it? How do you stay confident? 
you know, it was interesting. Um, as I physically left Alabama and started to drive down to Destin, it was like, I almost, and I didn't consciously do it, but I, I know for me, like I worship and listen to worship music in the car sometimes whenever I'm driving. And I just love a good road trip because you just, you're thinking, you're, you're looking at things, God's creation. But um, it was almost like whenever I left Alabama, it was like, I, I kind of said to myself, you're going to leave that, that little area of insecurity. You're going to leave that in Alabama. Like you're not mm. taking it with you on this trip. Like when you move, wow. it's not going like that's the baggage that's not getting put in the moving van. And, you know, there's something so significant about when you are meeting with your maker, um, you are confident in your calling. And, mm. and I think one of the things that for me, I, whenever I arrived here and there's been tons of moments that I've lived here for almost eight years now, um, there's been tons of moments where I've gone, oh my goodness, I'm not sure if I can do this. Do I want to start a girls conference in another country? Like, what do you do? Like, you know, I mean, like there's so many things that the areas where you start to get insecure and it's like, but the moment I go back to meeting with my maker, I'm confident in the calling. Um, that he is assigned to my life or the mandate that he has for me. Um, and so to me, like that is the thing that has stayed in my confidence is also, I'm not necessarily confident in myself. I'm confident in him. You yeah. know, um, I think about like worshiping has been such a huge part for me. Like I cannot carry a tune to save my <laughs> life, but, um, but worship is such a huge part of that, like meeting with my maker piece, because I think about like with the walls of Jericho and Joshua you know, I think it's interesting that like, okay, they were silent. And then on the day that the walls were to come down, what was the first thing that they did after they marched around seven times? They shouted for joy. They, they did the, the horns and all the different things and they had the musical artist and it's like, what a weird battle cry. But yeah. at the end of the day, like worship was the thing that made the walls come down. And I mm. really believe that worship is one of the things that makes the walls of fear and walls of insecurity come down because at that moment, what you are magnifying gets bigger and you are magnifying God and you're worshiping him. And so hit your confidence in him gets bigger and bigger as you magnify him instead of magnifying that fear and insecurity. And so I just, I really think what you magnify gets bigger. And so if you're magnifying the Lord, um, your confidence in the Lord is going to just grow and grow. Yeah. Wow. I, Sorry, I that love... was a mouthpiece. I just, no. <laughs> that was perfect. And, and I love the worship makes the walls come down like that. The idea of that is like so powerful. Yes. And, and magnifying worship will magnify the presence of the Lord in your life like that. It, it's, it's so good. Now you mentioned you briefly just breezed over the fact that you started a girls conference in a different country. No. Tell us about that. Tell us about waves. What is it? Tell us all. The okay. Things. So waves girls conference, um, it's been going for about seven years now and our, our heart and our mission is really for teen and college age girls um, to know their identity and know their calling. Um, mm -hmm. Because at the source of most life issues, whether it be depression, illness, like cutting, all those things, is it's our identity in Christ. And I don't think you have to wait till you're 30 to figure out your calling. Uh, you can get started in that right now in your own home community and, and world. And so we do girls conferences. We've done them all over the States, but we have an annual one in Destin. And then we have 
typically not during COVID. Um, we have annual ones in Africa and then um, we're supposed to launch in Europe and then in Canada too. There's three churches uh, that have picked up our Canada curriculum for this year. We did conference boxes, conference kits that we wow. could send. Like there's a church in Texas doing a girls conference in October um, and they're using our conference material. So um, even whenever wow. we can't come to you, like we can send you what you need to do to put on your own girls conference. That's awesome. And it's called waves yes. um, because your heart is to equip girls to start making waves in their homes and yes. communities in the world. I think that's yes. just the coolest visual. Yeah. And I think it's just so interesting because if, you know, if, a, if you're making waves, like you're making an impact and the ripple just keeps going and going and our conference, um, the, the way that it's outlined is, is we talk about breaking points in our faith and there's breaking mm. points and waves. So we talk about currents you get swept up in because Lord knows we all have those and it doesn't matter what state you're in. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's high and low tide seasons, like seasons where God has you covered and he's working on you. And then times where he has you like testifying and exposed and sharing the goodness, just like a seashell on the seashore and then the making waves for Christ. So, yeah. When did waves start? You said started, seven years. Yes. I'm like, I can't math. I, it started in 2013. So is that, is that eight years? I don't know. I can't math. Well, I'm no, I'm, I'm really thinking like, did yeah. you start it after Destin? Like when you moved to Destin? I did. I started it when I moved to Destin. Yeah. I just think that's so cool that like, I'm, I'm thinking back on that, that phone call and the doubt that was flooding your mind. Mm -hmm. And not only did this job come of it, but waves came out of it as well. So it's, yeah. it's like a multiplication. Like yeah. you actually, you did see multiplication in a new yeah. way. Um, yes. in your, in your new ministry in this new place, which is cool. I mean, not new, you've been there for uh, almost a decade, but you know what I'm saying? At the time <laughs> yes. it was new at the time. It was yeah. new. Absolutely. Oh man. That's so cool. Okay. I'm going to tell you something that I'm kind of obsessed with. Jess Connolly told me about it and I'm not ever turning back for sure. It's called newly. Basically you subscribe and rent any six styles of clothes every month for 88 bucks. You get fast, free shipping and returns. There's no hidden fees and you can pause or cancel at any time. I gotta tell you, I, my favorite thing there is the free people dresses and I have a referral code for you if you go to ainsleybritton.com forward slash links to get $10 off of your first box. Now, I think confidence is just one of those things and um, it ebbs and flows, just like you're talking about. There's high tides and right. low tides and there's breaking points and all of this stuff. So what does it look like to pull yourself out of a low place of fear and insecurity? Right. So um, I think one of the things that I do, like whenever I feel that low place or insecurity is number one, I phone a friend. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> phone a friend is always a good thing, like calling a Marcy. But really yeah. the first thing that I would suggest is call a timeout, call a Jesus meeting, um, you know, have a come to Jesus moment with yourself. Um, I just played the game Among Us. Have you ever played Among Us? <laughs> oh my gosh, no, but I want to so bad. I need to do it. Tell me about okay. it. So Among Us is just this, this game and it's a lot of teenagers use it, but I actually did a life a life-size version of it with my student ministry back a few weeks ago. And I made it like come to life and it was so much fun. But in, in the game, like whenever you see that um, the imposter is starting to corrupt things, 
you call it, you call a meeting. And I told my students, I was like, man, the, the enemy comes to still kill and destroy. And that can even be your thought processes. Right. And I'm like, you need to call a come to Jesus meeting, like have a meeting with him, you know? And I think yes. about, you know, in John 15, five, where it talks about abiding in him and, and how apart from him, you can do nothing. Um, I know for me, like, and, and I've done this for years, but so often that's a scripture I go back to because I go back to that, like even right before I walk on stage to preach somewhere or to do a podcast, many times my prayer right beforehand is God without you, I'm nothing. Like I I can only do this if I'm doing it in you and with you. And and it says that whenever you are abiding in him and, and you're doing it with him, that, that it bears fruit, it bears good things. And that fruit of the spirit is the love, the joy, the peace, the patience. And so it's like, whenever those moments and you're trying to pull yourself out of it, getting back to the heart of, okay, God, I can't do this without you. Like I need your assistance. I need your game plan. I need you to tell me the strategy. Like God is a God of order. He even did that with creation, right? So why would Mm -hmm. he not order my steps? And Mm so I'm having those moments and then also just keeping the pressure on the throne, Like my friend, Nancy Alcorn told me that one time and I'm like, Oh, it's so good. Like we keep the pressure on ourselves so many times. And it's like, I got to keep the pressure on the throne. Like that is like key to life. So, yeah, that's so good. Keep the pressure on the throne. That's so good. I love that. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm, I'm hearing you talk. I'm listening to the creativity just like ooze from you and the wisdom like ooze from you. What, first of all, what's your Enneagram number? (laughs) You're going to (laughs) ask. I am a seven wing six. Okay. Okay. Seven wing six. (laughs) Because I'm just thinking like, how do you do it all? I mean, how do you like, you make this look easy. You make running a girls conference, being a youth pastor and, and just stewarding relationships and making time with the Lord looks so easy and fun. Like you just, you give that off where it's like, yeah, this is like, I'm living life to the fullest and it's awesome. How do you do it all? This is a rogue question, by the way, you, I didn't prepare you for this one, but I'm just thinking it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, how do I, can I just, can you just toss them over? Like, how do you do it all? Man, I, I'm really serious about Sabbath. Like, I'm super serious about Sabbath. Um, I, I'm not the best at always having it every week, but when I have it, I have it like good. (laughs) Yeah. And what I mean, is just, I set aside time where I literally don't do anything and I rest. Um, and so that's huge. I, I try to keep the balance. Like I, I get up early I go to bed. I mean, I try to go to bed on time. Like I I just do the basics. Like I know that sounds silly, but I get up early. I, I, I try to do the basics and, and it's like, man, when I keep the main thing, the main thing, like everything's fine. And so like getting up early and doing like time with the Lord, like it looks different every day. But when I do that, like my life goes better. Mm -hmm. Everything else is better. Sometimes I do it at night. It just depends. But Um, most of the time it's in the morning. And I think that it just, I kind of just time block (laughs) in time blocking. Like I actually do. I definitely time block and I leave flex time, but I just, I know that, um, I don't know if you know who Jim Elliott is. 
yeah. He, yeah, he's a missionary. Well, he yeah. died, like, in Ecuador. Yeah, um, in the plane crash or something, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He, him and his wife are, like, huge heroes of mine. And when I was in high school, to a Christian school, and we had to read books and things and for Bible class. And I read, mm-hmm. I read one of his books, like, his journals, actually, when mm-hmm. I was in high school, and there was something he said in it that really stuck out to me. And I've pretty much like govern a lot of my life by it. And it just, it's, you know, whatever you believe to be the will of God, live to the hilt in that. And it's like, mm-hmm. I just want to be completely focused and all in wherever I am. And so I've been really trying to focus on that. (laughs) If I am at my workout place, I want to be all in there. If I am, I mean, every night I've started playing with my dog for just 30 minutes straight from 830 to nine. Like I just get on the floor and we just play just, and I don't, I don't look, I don't talk to anybody else. And I'm like, it is Asher time, you know? And it's like, I just want to, I want people to be able to walk away going like, wow, she loves well and she's all in wherever she is. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I I would say that about you. So I think Thanks. that's that's awesome. Dang, that's so good. So I'm thinking of like someone who is just in it right now. They just can't. They don't feel like they can do it all, or they're just run dry and they're just burnt out. What would you say to someone in that place? I'd say take a day off. Um, you know, I, it was so interesting. So la in 2019, at the end of 2019, it was a very tough, I was in it. I was in the throes of it. It was just, it was a lot. And I, in desperation, booked a cabin for March of 2020. And it was in the woods and alone without you know, without TV, you know, the whole thing. And I was like, you know what? I, I've got to call a timeout. I've got to get away. If I don't take a breather, it's going to, I'm going to crash and burn, you know? Yeah. And I got away. And of course that was the week the shutdown happened. And I was like up in the mountains doing Jesus time and had no clue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was entertaining, but, um, back in like the beginning of the year, back in the beginning of January this year, um, I was like doing my quiet time. And for some reason that cabin retreat like came to mind and I was like, I don't really need to go like get away for a week in the woods. Like there's like, there's nothing wrong. And Mm -hmm. it was so, so sweet the way that the Lord spoke to me. He just said, Caroline, you don't have to be in crisis to get alone with me. Oh, And I was like, oh, you just stepped on my toes. And so I booked a cabin for March and I'm so excited to go back again. It's like, yeah, I'm so excited. And, but I just think whenever you're in the throes of it, like you think that taking a day off will be like the thing that like stresses you 10 times more to the max. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like taking a time out and going and getting alone with the Lord for even if it's just an hour or two, like just getting out of your regular element, like that will reset everything. And mm-hmm. so it's too expensive not to take that time off. If that makes mm. sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So this cabin, what is your, what is, I'm thinking of like, okay, I want to do this. Like, obviously I'm like going to go look up cabins later, but if someone can't, let's say they're in high school or college or whatever, yeah, what is, what can that look like for them? 
I think, okay, so I grew up in Nashville. Have I told you that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. So I grew up in Nashville, and um, I don't know where you girls are, but, like, in Nashville, they have these huge, beautiful antebellum homes, like, everywhere. Gorgeous, their parks, whatever. And, like, when I was in high school, I mean, I in college, too, like, I would get so stressed out. And one of the things I would do is I would just take a time out, and I there's Bellmead Mansion. I would drive 20 minutes over to Bellmead Mansion and I would just walk the grounds. I'd sit by the Creek. I'd spend time with the Lord and like, mm. just get a reset in college. I went to college in Texas. Like they didn't have cute places like that where I went mm. to college. Like Abilene is an amazing college town, but not the best on scenery. And yeah. I remember like, I would sometimes just go for a drive for an hour. I would just blow okay, yeah. gas and I would just, you know, listen to worship music, talk to the Lord. And like, sometimes just do what you can. Like if you need to go on a drive, go on a drive. It's worth it. You know, um, I, I think God can speak to us anywhere as long as we're open to hear from him. Yeah. I was actually, I went on a walk this morning and I was like, okay, this walk is going to be intentional time with the Lord. And then I realized, I realized I was like closing my eyes at one point. And I was like, wait, I can't close my eyes. I kind of look where I'm going. <laughs> like, I can't, I like really got so into it. I was like, oh yes. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. I can't close my eyes right I now. I need to see. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't be tripping today. <laughs> and I will give a shout out. Like if you are, um, if you're at a place where you could get away to a cabin place, um, the place I went to is called Shepherd's Refuge. It's in North Georgia. And um, if you're in ministry or in some capacity, you can go for free for up to two weeks. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm telling you, I hope, I hope y'all flood their inboxes. They see it as a pure ministry. So um, there's places like that all over the country though. That is so cool. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Wow. I mean, I feel like I want to tell every single person I know in ministry about that. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm going to look it up. So, okay. So I'm thinking about younger Caroline, like <laughs> in the thick of the criticism. Yeah. What advice would you give her? First off, I would say breathe. <laughs> 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 Breathing is good. Breathe. <laughs> I think the other thing I would say is like, don't let other people's thoughts about you or what God's called you to do determine what you end up doing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, cause so many times people have opinions and it's like, but they don't know what your life is going to be like in 10 years. They don't know what God is preparing you for. And he's trying to train you for in 15 years. Um, and so they may not be able to see the whole picture like he does. And so whenever they insert their opinions on those things, like, of course you want affirmations on different things, but at the end of the day, they're looking at it from their perspective and their perspective can be very limiting sometimes. You know, if I had listened to my family outside of my mother, there was nobody in my family that wanted me to go into ministry. My mom was the only advocate that I had. And wow. so, I mean, I had funding pulled, I had all sorts of things. I mean, you know, and so for me, like if I had listened to what the advisors said, my school counselor said, you know, my dad, my uncle, like if I had gone that route, 
I definitely wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. And so like, you've got to listen to the Lord and listen to people who listen to the Lord. That's mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. Listen to people who listen to the Lord. That's good. Yeah. And somebody, I don't remember recent who told me this, but recently it was like, oh, Brene Brown. She didn't tell me this, but someone told me this. <laughs> she about did her. kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I wish she had directly told me this. But it, essentially, it was something about like after her TED talk, she got a lot of criticism and feedback or whatever. And she wrote down five names on a sticky note and said, These are the names that get to speak into my life and my decision making. If you're not on this list, you don't get a voice, you don't get opinion. And I was like, That is the smartest thing. <laughs> it is. It is. I love that. You know- I was just telling someone last week, I was like, you know, I don't do this like every month or even every season. It just kind of depends on how life is going, but there is nothing wrong with sitting down and praying about who is in in my inner circle. Like who Mm -hmm. are those people? And that may change from life season to life season. You know, Mm -hmm. who gets to speak in? You're so right. I actually call exactly what you're talking about. A friend Venturi. Oh, I love that. I take, I have a, a, shameless plug, but it's my podcast. So I don't know how shameless it is, but <laughs> I have a free download for a friend inventory on my website. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that. And it kind of guides you through, okay. Every year I, I have a list of all my friends in the back of my planner and every year I evaluate, am I watering a dead plant or am I not Ooh. giving this plant enough water? Right. Like, do I need to be more intentional with this friendship? Like, right. And, and I reevaluate every year. And it's not to say like, Oh, this friendship is this person a dead is plant. Bad. Yeah. A dead plant. Not, <laughs> not like that, but it's just maybe your season's not happening right now. Maybe you'll pick right. up later, but, um, I, I love that you said that That's because really good. I, I do that as well. That's um, cool. So where can we hang out with you online? We want to stay connected. We want to learn more, <laughs> all the things. Tell me all the places. Okay. So Obviously, Instagram, it's Caroline Hair or Waves Girls Conference, either one of those places um, where I'm on Facebook, Twitter, all of the things. We even mm-hmm. have TikTok. I'm Caroline Hair on there yes. and Waves Girls Conference. And um, I will say wavesgirlsconference.com is where you can find out where our conferences are or if you're interested in having us. Um, we have a Waves Ministry podcast on iTunes and Spotify. So you can catch us any of those places. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you just do so much. And the best way that we as a wild confidence community um, know how to support you is to pray for you. So how can we pray for you? I was, you know, I was thinking about that. I would say, you know, we have a girls conference tour coming up. Yes. In the midst of a pandemic, we decided to do a tour. Um, but we are really excited this year. We felt like uh, God's heart for his girls was just to, to call them back home to him, uh, yeah. just to coming concept of the prodigal son, just come back home. And so we're doing a conference tour across the Emerald coast, um, in homes. And so we're doing them in big beach houses, all over the Emerald Coast. Um, and so just be praying for those because I feel like people are hungry, um, mm-hmm. hungry for, for God, hungry to gather. And so um, we're going to be doing it in that capacity as we lead up to our annual conference in November. So be praying for that. Just we want to see girls, their lives changed. Yeah, absolutely. You got it. 
Thank you. You got it. Thank you so much for hanging out, Caroline. You are the best. I'm just so thankful for your time. Such a joy. Like this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Literally anytime. (laughs) Anytime at all. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.